Hey, Borgamers, BJ from Board Game Gumbo here. Back in the gumbo pot. It's DJ Bell. Yeah. It's Twitch Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Jay, we uh, had a big week last week, but today we're going to play some little smaller games. Yeah. Nothing like Beyond the Sun or anything mm-hmm. bigger than that, like yeah. that. But it's not just us. We also have Adam the Whoa. Austin. <laughs> there he is. Adam the Austin and DJ Bell here. It's our Twitch Tuesdays, but before we get to our games, I thought that our friend Philip Millman and um, Steve O'Rourke, the name father on mm-hmm, uh, the mm-hmm. generic board games podcast, shout out to, it's a, uh, it's Victor? Vic? I think it's Vic, yeah. Yeah, Vic and uh, and um, Philip do a fantastic job on their little podcast. Mm-hmm. I like the fact they keep it to around 30 or 40 minutes. Yeah. They had a cool topic this week. Yeah. What yeah. was the topic? It was games that are... They, they called them like classic. They, they didn't. They said old, but then it was like, oh, there's a better name for them. So like classic games that came out at least ten years ago that you still love. That you know, keep it, keep it fresh, keep it, keep it good. Well, it got me thinking. You know, there's a lot of games that are eight to ten years old or even mm-hmm. older that I still love to play. Mm-hmm. Adam, you have one that uh, still hangs around. Oh, so I was, still I got was, the all V four. I was just thinking about. Uh, to be fair, I was just thinking about Castles of Mad King Ludwig, but really now that you said that, Scythe is the one I always go back to because uh, I can bring so my friends. You're throwing me for a loop. Scythe. I did, I did. But <laughs> okay. um, I want to mention Castles of Mad King Ludwig also because it's a fun game. Mm-hmm. There, if, if While you're building your own castle, it feels like there's no character interaction. The master builder is the one who dictates the cost of things, mm-hmm. and therefore now you know that there's. And they've got that great Kickstarter going on right now Blueprints of Castle, uh, Castles of Mad King Ludwig. Castle of Mad King Ludwig was in my top 10 for a long time. Uh, it actually got kicked out by Scythe, uh, if mm-hmm. I remember right, when Scythe came out in 2017. Why do you, why, do you still have the Envy to play Scythe, or has it kind of died yeah, out? Yeah, er, every time we can go there, and, and plus... Uh, when uh, the pandemic hit, uh, it was hard for uh, my old gaming group to get together. And so what I did was I said, look, if, if you're all willing to play over the Internet, then I'll do it. And I boom, boom, boom. And I bought three versions of Scythe for my friends. Wow. You'll do it on Steam? And I, I would play on Steam, yeah. Nice. That was, that was it. So. It's a really good, or at least when I played it, it was a really good implementation uh, on, on Steam. Scythe was, Scythe was tense and fun. I prefer playing it live, and I always get the sweaty palms every time I play it. One of my that most third mem- reel, the third act of the game is just so stressful, man. One of my most memorable moments <clears throat> for playing Scythe was, uh, in fact, one of my, it was a, one of the first times I played a game with you, BJ. Was um, our, our friend Bradley here in the Gumbo put up a seven-player game? You in that seven-player game? Yes, oh and then God. I was because I was sitting right beside I Kyle forgot. and uh, this guy Kent, I believe. I, Kent I remember and first. Kyle and, and Rosemary also, was across from us. And Rosemary and Gordon. And Gordon yeah. actually won his first right. time ever playing Scythe in a seven-person game, and he stole the win. Well, I that thought I was real close, though. If not, was, you were the purple or the green faction, I was playing. Right? The, I thought I was playing a little white faction. Oh, the white faction, okay. Yeah. Know, or maybe that was the second game, because we did that twice, I know for sure. But I was all by myself there, and I was just building my resources, and it just so happens that I was getting the gold, getting the coins, getting the coins just by doing my military or whatever it was, my upgrades. That's that was back was. in the old days. We used to play Bradley's office, and we had two. I don't know if Adam was there for all of those, but we no. would have either two or sometimes three rooms in his office, all going with games at one time. And inside the main room, we had two tables. So at sometimes we would actually have 
three, four, or wow. even five ga- uh, tables going at one time. That sounds really cool. So this first time I ever played Castle Burgundy Live was back in one of the uh, tables with uh, Kyle. But that seven-person, I've only done that twice, right. the big seven-person one, and it, it's epic. This particular one was at an FLGS, a friendly local game oh, store. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. You're talking about that, at Ann Books uh, 2. At Ann Books uh, 2, which is, that's the second which is closing, mm-hmm. which okay. is closer to see here in Lafayette. That's but, not the one that Gordon won. The one you're talking about, we actually threw in the, uh, do you remember we threw in the airships? Oh yes, yes yeah, I did. Yeah, I remember. That was my, I remember that was you my there second now. one. I did not. Re- I did not do well in that. When you said you were there, I was, and I didn't remember you being there. It's because I was thinking of the one at the office. No, but you were not in that one. You weren't the one at. No, the the first one we played was in 2018. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was at Ann Books too. That's right. Um, or rest in peace, Jay. Yeah. What about you? Um, I mean, you mentioned it. Uh, it it's castles, castles of Burgundy. Castles I mean, of Burgundy. Yeah. It's funny because you introduced me to Castle of Burgundy, introducing me to Matt King Ludwig, and I love both of those. Wait, I introduced you to Ludwig? Yeah. Um, I don't think we've ever played it together, though. We've never played it together, okay. but you... Uh, no, Bradley was getting rid of his copy, and I got it from Bradley, and then I think you were... I was getting, maybe rid, getting of rid of mine with, your copy. with my nice wooden... I had yeah. broken token... Uh, and so I... Or Meeple, Meeple Realty uh, insert. Yeah, and so we switched out and I got the nice wooden insert. And um, I played it with Kristen and my, my mother-in-law and they and loved, loved it. it. Yeah, yeah, so, so yeah. Yeah, I, so I have your copy, I think, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it doesn't have the insert in it. It's right, just the regular. Right. Yeah, yeah, it right. has I'm the Bradley right. insert, the little plastic containers and Oh, stuff. that's fine. Though. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, I just don't play it enough anymore. But you're right. That's a game I would love to play. I love the auction mechanic in it. Mm-hmm. Although, so I will good. be honest, I never felt like I had any control in there. Hmm. You know, it just it, it always seems like I would say, oh, I'm going to do this. And then Jay would go, oh, yeah, that's exactly what I wanted. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that, that just makes sense, though, because you have no control in that game. But I'd never have control against you when we play the Great Split. Oh, the Great Split? Yeah. 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 Uh, but Ziggin, no, yeah, Castles of Burgundy Ziggin. is... I like the fact that you're oh, building something out. Game, oh, you're talking about Castle Burgundy? Yeah. Yeah. Castle Another game where you're building so something good. out, though, right? So good. Yeah. It's it's just, oh, I mean, been... simple actions, right? But it makes a huge difference. Oh, there he is. Name Father, check in. Name Father's been on a winning streak the last two games, hitting us hard with the animals, which I find is a great strategy when you're playing turn-based because mm-hmm. you go and you know you go six mm-hmm. hours eight hours 12 hours a day mm-hmm. without thinking about your turns and you don't notice that there's steve just grabbing all the sheep yeah, and, and you're not paying attention to it that's the know? hard part about bga i can't pay attention to what everybody else exactly. is doing but um, we're, if we're all at the table and mm-hmm. somebody keeps grabbing the sheep yeah. you're like okay yeah, you won't forget it oh you i won't forget it yeah but steve is so sneaky yeah steve you just missed we were talking about the generic uh yeah don't sleep on the sheep <laughs> you just missed we were talking about the generic uh, board game podcast and that's what brought us to this topic we're talking classic games from eight to ten years ago. You mentioned, uh, well, you threw us for a loop there because you mentioned Scythe. I did mention Scythe, and then I also wanted to point out Mag- Castles of Mad King Ludwig because they have that Kickstarter going on right now, the blueprints of Mad King Ludwig mm-hmm. or whatever, something along those lines, mm-hmm. which I'll probably end up going into. Mine is one, I don't know if Steve's ever played this one. We, this one is, uh, the one I want to talk about is almost ten years old. It'll be ten years old next year. It's Broom Service. By Alexander Fister and Alexander Pelican, Andreas Pelican. This is interesting. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, it's it's actually a reprint of a game called. Oh, he has played it. Uh, called uh, which is Brew? Maybe is the name of it. And do you, you know that Tidal Blades Endless uh, Endless Banner Banner Festival Banner Festival, Banner Festival yeah. that we like yeah, that yeah, mechanic yeah. where yeah. you're playing stuff to try to get something stronger or weaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This game to me first did it. Huh. Uh, and so you're playing, it's, it's trick-taking in that same way. 
I'll play an action from one of my witches. Mm -hmm. If I declare that action as brave, and meaning I'm taking the stronger action, mm -hmm. maybe I get to go further with my witches on the board. Mm -hmm. Maybe I get bonus victory points. It will go through if no one else plays that card. But if anybody plays a card that matches that card, that suit, mm -hmm. yeah. then they can cancel it. And they cancel my action. They get to take the brave action. Or... I can take the cowardly witch action. And the cowardly witch action is usually a lesser action. It might be just one victory point or one move or mm. one potion being delivered. The theme of the game is witches trying to deliver these potions to all the different uh, castles in the area. And that's the base game. But it's that decision of, Andy, there's 10 cards. What is Adam going to do this round? Yeah. I think he wants to use the, or the, the orange witch, but I'm going to play the green witch instead. And of course, no Adam plays the Green Witch and castles me out. Right. So. I'll tell you, the artwork on the front of that, real quick, reminds me of another crowdfunding uh, site uh, on a game on GameFound called Witches right now, or oh, either the Witches one. or The Witches. It's an adventure story game about talking about how the adventures of a, of a witch as she goes through and explores this, this world that she's in. So is this a game you have not played or heard of, Joe? I, I haven't played or heard of it, but right. Steve kind of hit it on the head when I, when I looked at the box. I was like, this looks like Kiki's Delivery Service. Kiki's Delivery Service. Which oh, would yeah. be super cool. Yeah. Um, but you yeah, that I that's can, what they were going for? I, I don't know. I mean, it looks like it. It, it It's really like kind of friendly art and kind of the same premise. She just, you know, delivers stuff throughout town. I think this was the first game that I can remember buying. I bought it right when, right whenever it came out. It, it was nominated and may even may even won the Spiel des Jahres. I can't remember, but but it was up there. It was nominated for it. Mm -hmm. But I bought it right away because I love that little trick taking mechanic. Mm -hmm. And what I also liked is Fister included two or three little tiny Johnny Pack style modules. So you play the base game mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you could play it with family. Or you can add in all these modules. There's even a backside to the board. Wow. And on the backside of the board, Smart. there's a bunch of different ways that really kind of take it from just a friendly family game with a little bit of take that to, oh, I've got to really think about this pickup and deliver and scoring points or mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And the, I used to play this with my daughter all the time. Steve, I don't know if you've ever played it at two players. Some people say they don't like it at all. My daughter and I really liked mm, it because there's no one else to think. You're just going head up. Yeah. What are they going to play this round? So It's funny. One more thing about that game is uh, I can tell that it's, it's not a more modern game because it includes the player count, the time, the age, and the complexity. Mm, there's yeah. a fourth little bubble there that's normally not, not shown. You don't see that too often. That yeah. is Broom Service from um, Pelican and uh, Fister. Alexander Fisher. Oh, he said it did win the Kenner Spell. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, much lighter than games like Terraforming Mars and all that. So we're talking a we're talking a nice lightweight family game, something a lot of fun. All right, Brad and the Austin and and J Bell. Thanks for everybody. Thanks for checking in, Steve and Rosemary and Chad. Thank you for coming by. Yeah. Until next time, let's see the bon roulette.